Okay. Well, while she's doing that, let's go over to Tammy. Tammy, are you on the call? We have a very shy team tonight, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, then while they're getting unmuting, um, I'll tell you what my favorite thing to do is. Um, my Twitter handle, for those of you that uh, do Twitter, and trust me, it's very rare when I do it, but my Twitter handle is Gadget Jewel. So you can guess that uh, part of my job at Tech Owl is to test out different kinds of equipment for its accessibility features and uses for persons that are blind and visually impaired. So I have I'm literally in my room right now all three of the devices. Uh, we did record them, and I want to do an ex- explanation about the recording when it comes that time when we start playing them. But one of the things that I'd like to do with my um, most frequently device is my Amazon device. We all know her name, and I don't want to set it all off. Uh, but I ask that uh, individual frequently for uh, shopping updates, things I ordered from Amazon, uh, the weather primarily, uh, because I take my dog out for a walk. I want to know if I need to put on a heavy coat or a lighter coat or no coat at all when I take my dog out. So they're probably the two most frequent things that I use those devices for. Um, but I've used other devices as well uh, for other types of tasks. And I think I heard someone, anyone, now did someone come on? Um, is yeah. Bob? <coughs> yes, it's Bob. <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> What's your favorite uh, device you'd like to do, uh, ask your device to do, Bobby? Um, I play games on it a lot, and I also order from Amazon using it. (laughs) (laughs) You're a shopaholic too, huh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Tammy? Are you with us now? Hey, Julian. Sorry, I had trouble unmuting, so I dialed back in. So, Tammy, tell us what's your favorite thing you like to do with your uh, your Amazon device. I like to play games. So how and often? I like to... Huh? How often I do you play? Least, I p- play at least one game a day, and <laughs> I like hearing her sing her voice songs that she has done. She does her own singing of songs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, we're going to hear more uh, from Bobby and Tammy coming up. uh, But I'm going to go into a a brief description, uh, a background of what Vision Loss Resource Team, why we came to this uh, topic. Um, Yeah, we had a change. We had a different topic uh, planned for if we were going to have a live conference. And then we start talking about what is are things that we want to do that we keep connected with uh, fun things in life and with social activities. And all of us agree that it, one way, shape, or form, people have been using these devices. And I, um, I was kind of surprised. I'll give a shout out to the peer engagement team. Um, a couple of years back, there was a discussion call, a community call, and the topic was, what's your favorite gadget? And, of course, again, remember my Twitter handle? I couldn't wait to get into that one. So I'm sitting there listening on like a fly in the wall, and I was blown away with how many people indicated that they use either the Amazon product or the Google product or the Apple product, and uh, you know, uh, for all day long, you know, in different types of tasks. 
So I work at Tech uh, Tech Al, which is technology our whole lives, which is the assistive technology program for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And so with that said, we're located at Temple University. I also work in an environment where we're always doing research, and I kind of like doing surveys. So I uh, did a survey of all the Pennsylvanians. I sent it out to the PCB list, as well as, you know, passed it on to different other sources. And we had 40 people respond to a survey. They could have done it online through a survey monkey. They could also just called me, and I would anonymously put in their entries um, and just just asking them general questions on what their decision on what they wanted, you know, what device they chose, and which ones that they found, um, you know, what what tasks do they like to do. So I'm going to uh, flip quickly over to the results of the survey. Hang on one second. There, here we go. Okay, the first uh, survey I asked was on different li- listening tasks and. Uh, of all the respondents, and by the way, I also, when I did this, I did a presentation at two technology, three technology conferences, actually, on this very subject. And um, I also then compared it to what the national statistics were on uh, you know, households in, in the United States using these devices. And there's no surprise, we use the same way everybody else does. So I'm going to go through how a PCB uh, or Pennsylvania re- recipient start uh, responded to the questions. 61% checked the weather. And as I said, (laughs) so that's not a surprise. 50% listened to the news. 18% listened to books. 16% listened to podcasts. 19% played games. Okay, then I asked him, what kind of uh, daily activity tasks did you do on these devices? 52% set timers. Uh, I'll admit, I do that myself. 48% set alarms. I have done that once in a while, not quite as frequently as some of our respondents said they did. 15% placed phone calls hands-free. So they were using their speaker device to place phone calls for them. And I'm envisioning all the times that that would come in handy. I'm thinking, well, gee, when I got my hands you know, you know, full of ground meat while I'm making my meatloaf and I, need, I forgot to get an ingredient or I need to do that, what they call the honeydew call to my husband, will you pick some this up on the way home? They're the kind of things that I'm thinking where I would use it. But I'm also envisioning people that, you know, unfortunately, in this time of COVID, that may be too ill. And so to get out of bed, think of all the ways that they can connect then with, uh, again, uh, people that could provide them support or just, be, you know, just be that friendly other voice on the other hand. And they're just too sick to pick up the phone. Then they could actually use these Echo devices um, or, uh, again, any of the speaker devices to do that. 48% uh, set reminders for uh, upcoming appointments. And, you know, that's really come in handy uh, because it'll give me alert 15 minutes ahead of time or a day ahead of time, however you want to set it, so that they, you know, again, your device will say, uh, you have a haircut appointment. So it's kind of, um, you know, tomorrow is at 9 a.m. or whatever. Uh, so for me, that kind of information, you know, having that ability to set that just by using my voice is a great thing. 
25 percent there we go bobby you and i 25 percent shop with the using the um speaker device and one of the things that you see a lot of advertisement for is um and we do have uh, one of the devices upstairs that my son uses in his room to turn off uh small appliances only 10 percent in our save survey were using it that way uh, but uh, again, it may be something that because you'll need to have a special plug, um, it's just one other extra device. I don't really have an explanation of why, um, but that seems to be what people were, you know, again, only a small percentage of, of our respondents in, in Pennsylvania uh, reported that it turned off and on devices that way. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to tell you that the overwhelming majority of people used the Amazon Echo products. Um, and again, I'm not saying her name because she's sitting right next to me on my desk, just in case. Um, and uh, also uh, then the, the other remaining uh, of that, uh, a smaller percentage used the Google products and only one recip- uh, participant in the survey used the Apple product. And I use as a disclaimer when I did the, the report in 2018 uh, that Part of the reason why was the the Amazon products and the Google products range much cheaper prices if you got the mini version. And so with that said, it seemed to be a practical um, solution for a lot of people. They could go, you know, um, and get that device a lot easier, whereas the Apple product at the time uh, was much more expensive. With that said, that they do have a new Apple um, iHome mini out now. It's still uh, considerably more expensive than the other two devices, but it does for the people that are um, you know, very fond of using their iPhone and using the assistant on the uh, iPhone, they may find that uh, very helpful to have. So we'll talk more about that coming up too. All right, we already gave the background. Okay, and I gave you the quick, quick description of the, of the devices. Um, what they physically look like, for those that don't have them, they literally, um, again, both the minis that I have, both the uh, Amazon, one from Amazon and one from uh, Google, are um, probably about three inches tall. Uh, they are round um, and that the, in diameter, they're probably closer to three and a half inches, maybe slightly smaller. Um, so they don't take up a lot of physical space, the minis, for example, they don't. Um, I'm looking at the specs of the Apple Mini one, and it's pretty similar to that in size. It might be slightly taller, but um, I didn't get didn't get my my measuring on these two devices. My impression is is comparatively about the same size. The um, the the version of the iHome that I have is probably closer to seven inches tall and about five inches um, in diameter. Um, and all of them have a speaker type of uh, covering on the outside of them so that it can actually um, kind of like the old fashioned speakers. When you think about your old stereo systems, um, either, it's either fabric or it's like a mesh around there. Uh, all of them run uh, on um, electric power. So AC. So you, you make sure you have an outlet that's nearby and all of them need to be connected to um, a Wi-Fi. So your your network, it needs to be connected to a network in order for it to operate. Because what they're doing is your, fr- your assistant, friend, is actually living in cyberspace. And so when you contact 
the uh, assistant, you're actually going on the internet and getting retrieving that information. So with that said, uh, you need to have a Wi-Fi in your in your home so we can connect to the internet. Um, it also means that you have to have it set up. Now, most people set it up using an app on either a smartphone or a tablet. And all that does is it just does the initial setup. Now, there are some other fancy things that you can do within the apps and each one of them. Uh, but honestly, once you get it set up, if you're only planning on using with the voice activation, there's no not a whole lot you have to do after that. So for those that may not have a smart device like an iPad or a smartphone, it is entirely possible for somebody to set it up for you. Um, and that seems to happen quite frequently in households where the, uh, the technology, um, you know, experience is, is you know, limited to none. So uh, keep that in mind. If you want to, you can still get involved in these devices without having to be, um, you know, gadget jewel here, Okay. You, it's easy to get it set up and get it started. There's a lot of great tutorials out there. Um, I'll give a shout out for Mystic Access, as well as other uh, tutorials uh, that you can find that would be, be able to provide you that great information on how to get started using these devices. So um, I hope Doug's still listening, uh, and hopefully he can start I'm playing here. the recording. You are there, Doug? Thank you. Yes. Um, and let me explain a little bit about the recordings. And, you know, Doug's going to get a lot of strokes of this whole conference, I guarantee you. But he sent back the recordings. We all sent him the recordings, and he sent them back. And I'm like, how did he do this? That was the first thing I said when I was listening to it. Because of the fact we're broadcasting, and we don't want all our devices at home, for those that have them, going off, when we initiate the contact with these devices – he, I don't, it was like the, you know, I think I was thinking of the Beatles song. They said when you ran it backwards, it was saying messages from the devil. Well, he kind of did that with when we called the, the assistant's name. So it may sound a little funny uh, when you hear it in the recording. And it's just us saying the word and essentially backwards when it says the word. But you know the, the call word, all the Amazon devices use one particular, or actually two. You can use uh, the female name. You can also use uh, the word echo. Uh, not as many people choose those, so I'm not th- worried about firing them off everywhere. Um, Google uses Google with uh, a call word ahead of time, which is the H-E-Y word. Uh, and likewise with our friend from Apple, um, and that can either use the call word first and or just the, the name, depending on how you have that set up. So when you hear these recordings, and we had fun doing this and sending them off to, um, to, to Doug for them to put together. So, Doug, if you want to start with Tammy's on uh, playing her game. That's good. Farm Tycoon. You are the Farm Tycoon. This game is about decision-making, where you have to make tough decisions and take risks. Put your mind to the test and prove you can become the farm tycoon. But you need to move fast and climb to the top of the rankings. Welcome home, I'm sorry about your father, this farm has seen better days, but now, you are in charge. Rebuild it with blood, sweat and wise decisions and make him proud. 
It's daybreak even, and the roosters are crowing. Do you wake up and tend to the animals? Yes. Great discipline. City living has not wearied you from hard work. The poultry is healthy and producing good returns. Your wealth has increased to 60. Excellent start. It looks like your gut feelings for business is sharp. Your combined wealth and goodwill have reached 110. You've earned a title of landowner. And your farm is developing well. Keep making smart decisions to become a farm tycoon. It's time for the cattle run. A keen farmhand has come asking for work, but he only has one eye. Do you hire him? Yes. He more than proves his worth. What he lacks in vision, he makes up for in instinct, and gives you an honest day's work. Your goodwill has increased to 60. That's impressive. Your combined wealth and goodwill have reached 120. Your reputation for being an excellent decision maker gives you a new title of noble. Keep playing and making smart decisions to become a farm tycoon. More opportunities are waiting. A runaway is found asleep in the barn house. You take him in. The next day, rivals from an adjacent farm demand you hand him over. Do you give the boy up? No. Your compassion is commended in town. You have saved the boy from a savage beating for merely trying to feed his siblings. Your goodwill has increased to 70. Your father would be proud. You didn't let that the fear of losing been higher than the excitement of winning. And you became a magnate. Your combined wealth and goodwill have reached 130. Keep your sharp mind making the right decisions to become a farm tycoon. Almost there. One more level to go. Demand for meat has been affected by recent fad diets. Do you market our products as gluten-free? No. Times, they are changing. We failed to keep up with what's trendy and lost money on excess livestock. Your wealth has decreased to 50. The farm has found opportunities to expand south. However, you may draw attention from powerful tycoons in the region. Do you expand south? Yes. There is a massive opportunity in the new region. However, your scout is lucky to get out of there alive. They don't treat kindly to strangers or competition. The annual football tournament between rival farms is coming. Do you contaminate their water supply? No. It seems we were not the only ones with the idea of sabotage. Your players end up throwing up more times than they score. <laughs> a fish merchant has been quite popular in the markets, affecting your sales. Do we sabotage her cold room? No. Your principles are commendable, 
but your wealth is lighter. Your wealth has decreased to 40. During the harvest season, your youngest boy is very ill. Do you make the long trip east to see a specialist when the farm most needs your attention? Yes. Although the trip is harsh and long, and your harvest has suffered, your son is now back, fit and healthy, and will be able to help the farm down the track. Your wealth has decreased to 30. A wild boar was chased out of the pig pen, and it may have impregnated your sow. Do you hunt it down? Yes. It proves difficult to track down. Its squeals can be heard in the dead of night and rile your pigs. A litter of piglets have been born. However, you notice a wild boar may have sired them. Do you get rid of them? No. Business is business. And the price of bacon continues to remain stable. Your wealth has increased to 40. A band of travelers have come to you offering to undercut your current workers and work for less. Do you replace your workers with cheap labor? No. Your loyalty is repaid with loyalty. Congratulations. The road to success and the road to failure are almost the same, but you made excellent choices and have made it onto the leaderboard. Your combined wealth and goodwill have reached 140, and you earn the title of Farm Tycoon by making 17 decisions. It is said that is lonely at the top, but your competitors are right now trying to beat your score. Play again to see if you can reach the level of Farm Tycoon with fewer decisions to rise up the leaderboard. New challenges are waiting for you. Do you want to see the leaderboard? Yes. Do you want to play again? Yes. Here's the Farm Tycoon leaderboard. You are in position one with taking four decisions to make it to Farm Tycoon. The leader is at four decisions. Do you want to start a new game? No. There is much to be done. Your father's legacy needs you. Farewell. Well, we all now know that Tammy has a future. So, you know, this gig here with uh, the Pennsylvania Council, Blind Tammy, you got, you got a future in farming, I think. Um, I found it really entertaining uh, to listen to. Uh, I guess I'm still a little kid by nature, so hearing the uh, sound effects I thought was pretty impressive, all things considered. So we then move into, well, can these devices um, brighten our mood? Um, we all need it every once in a while, uh, especially during these times when we're all kind of at home. So, Doug, if you would please play the jokes one, please. Tell me a joke. What did Lego man give to his sweetie? A little piece of his heart. Tell me another joke. Why did the squirrel cross the road? Because he heard the ballet was performing the Nutcracker. Okay, tell me a joke. Why won't the shrimp share its treasure? 
because it's shellfish. Okay, Google, tell me a joke. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> hey, Sirius, tell me a joke. Someone asked me to make a donation for a new swimming pool. So I gave them a glass of water. Hey, Sirius, tell me a joke. What do you call it when a car writes its life story? An autobiography. Oh, boy. Needs to say, the joke quality is something to be desired. Yeah. However, kind of fun when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, you may have noticed that even it heard my voice. And so both um, the two of the devices started talking. So I apologize for that. They um, understand it backwards. <laughs> yeah, it did. Isn't that funny? That's amazing how it did that. <laughs> Okay, and uh, now we're going to move to other tasks that people like to do, and that one of which is is recipes. So I know Bobby did a recording on recipes. So Doug, if you wouldn't mind playing that one for us. Good evening. This is Bobby Simmons. Tonight I'm going to share a recipe. This recipe will be a lasagna recipe, although Joanne has probably already <laughs> read one to you. <clears throat> We want to compare the recipes from her Google and my Alexa to see what the differences are. Find me a recipe for lasagna. Okay, for lasagna, I recommend lasagna from Food Network. Two hours, 10 minutes to make, serves eight. What would you like? Start recipe. Send it to your phone or here next recipe. Start recipe. Gather ingredients. At any time, ask me to repeat or start instructions. You'll need two pounds hamburger and one pound hot breakfast sausage. When you've got those, just say continue. Continue. Three cloves garlic, finely chopped in 128 ounce can diced tomatoes. Continue. One six ounce can tomato paste and freshly ground black pepper. Continue. One tablespoon olive oil and salt. Continue. Ten ounces lasagna noodles and one pound mozzarella. Continue. Ten to twelve fresh basil leaves and one quarter cup fresh flat leaf parsley leaves. Continue. Three cups low-fat cottage cheese and one cup freshly grated Parmesan. Continue. Two eggs, beaten. That's all the ingredients. When you're ready, say instructions. Instructions. Step one. In a large skillet over medium-high heat, saute the hamburger, sausage, and garlic until brown. If you want me to repeat the step or list the ingredients for this step, just let me know. Continue. Step two, drain off the excess fat. Continue. Step three, add the tomatoes with their juice, tomato paste, half teaspoon salt and some freshly ground black pepper. Stir together well. If you want me to repeat the step or list the ingredients for this step, just let me know. Continue. The mic's off. Step four, simmer over low heat, uncovered, 
for 45 minutes, stirring occasionally. Continue. Step 5. Meanwhile, bring a large pot of water to a boil. Continue. Step 6. Add the olive oil and a dash of salt. Continue. Step 7. Cook the lasagna noodles according to the package directions until al dente. Drain the noodles and lay them flat on a piece of aluminium foil to keep their shape. Continue. Step 8. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Continue. Step 9. Grate the mozzarella cheese and set aside. Continue. Step 10. Cut the basil into a chiffonade by stacking the leaves on top of one another, rolling them tightly and then cutting across. Continue. Step 11. Finally chop the parsley. Add half the herbs to the meat mixture and stir together. Continue. Step 12. In a medium bowl, combine the other half of the herbs, the cottage cheese, half cup of the parmesan and the eggs, and stir together well. Continue. Step 13. Now let's assemble the lasagna. Begin by laying four lasagna noodles in the bottom of a deep rectangular baking pan. The noodles should slightly overlap. Continue. Step 14. Spoon half the cottage cheese mixture onto the noodles. Spread to distribute evenly. Sprinkle half the mozzarella on top of the cottage cheese mixture. This will continue. Step 15. Spoon just under half the meat mixture on top of the mozzarella and spread evenly, being careful not to disrupt the layers below. Now repeat the process, beginning with a layer of lasagna noodles, followed by the cottage cheese mixture, followed by the mozzarella and ending with a thick layer of the meat mixture. Continue. Step 16. Sprinkle the remaining half cup parmesan over the top. Bake until the lasagna is hot and bubbly. 35 to 45 minutes. That concludes the recipe. I tried it and it was delicious. Just so you know, Alexa was being a little contrary during the end of the ending of this recipe. I hope you enjoyed it anyway. Okay, Doug, do you have, you have my recipe one as well? All set. Okay, All right. find me a recipe for lasagna. Got it. I've got a recipe called Best Lasagna from Taste of Home. This recipe serves 12 and takes about 1 hour and 50 minutes to make. Does that sound good? Yes. Great. Would you like to start with ingredients or instructions? Start with ingredients. There are 18 ingredients. You can ask for the next ingredient or skip to the instructions. The first ingredient is 9 lasagna noodles. Okay, next ingredient. The second ingredient is one to one quarter of a pound bulk Italian sausage. Okay, next ingredient. Three quarters pound ground beef. Okay, next ingredient. Okay, next ingredient. Three garlic cloves minced. Okay, skip to instructions. There are 13 steps. I'll read them one by one. 
When you're ready to hear more, you can say, next step. First step. Cook noodles according to package directions. Drain. Okay, next step. Second step. Meanwhile, in a Dutch oven, cook sausage, beef and onion over medium heat 8 to 10 minutes or until meat is no longer pink, breaking up meat into crumbles. Okay, next step. Add garlic. Cook one minute. Okay, done. Drain. Stir in tomatoes, tomato paste, water, sugar, three tablespoons parsley, basil, fennel, one half teaspoon salt and pepper. Bring to a boil. Okay, stop. Okay, finish this recipe. Drain. Stir in tomatoes, tomato paste, water, sugar, three tablespoons parsley, basil, fennel, one half teaspoon salt and pepper. Bring to a boil. Okay, stop. Hey, Iris, can you give me a recipe for lasagna? I can't get the answer to that on HomePod. Uh, in the background, you can hear... It uh, Right now, Siri just said on, on the device, because I didn't get the microphone turned off in time, um, it, it said that it couldn't find it, and it was going to send me the recipe uh, to my iPhone, which I thought was really kind of a, an interesting way going about it. The, the, what I struggled with with um, the Google device was that it really wanted me to say the call word, in this case was, you know, the letters O and the letter K, um, and it, you know, again, it struggled with that a couple of times. So I think it was more user error since literally gay <laughs> than it was actually the product itself. So it was a combination of effects between it being persnickety and me being impatient uh, with learning how to uh, have a conversation with my uh, speaker device. But with that said, you saw that uh, both uh, Bobby got a recipe step-by-step instructions, um, even though I skipped over a bunch of the steps with the, the Google device, uh, they were two different recipes that we got, uh, and Siri couldn't uh, do the recipe. So the next one is on news, um, and uh, Doug, if you don't mind throwing that one up. What are the headlines today? Okay, but first, a quick update. Now when you ask for the news, you'll hear NPR's news channel. If you'd prefer, you can still ask me to play your flash briefing at any time. Welcome to NPR. Let's add local news to today's stories. Please tell me your zip code. 19333. Great. I found a station near zip code 19333. Live from NPR News, I'm Corva Coleman. President Trump has signed a stopgap spending bill into law, averting a partial federal government shutdown today. NPR's Kelsey Snell reports he signed it just hours after the Senate passed the legislation. The short-term spending bill would keep the government open through December 11th. Stop. Okay, what are the headlines today? Here's the latest news. From Reuters TV, U.S., at 7.32 a.m. today. 
Here are your top stories brought to you by Fidelity Wealth Management. This is Reuters Now. While President Donald Trump declared himself the winner of Tuesday's chaotic debate, his Democratic rival Joe Biden had a different view. The 90-minute showdown faced widespread criticism Wednesday, including from Trump's fellow Republicans in the Senate. Okay, stop. Hey, Mary's, what are the headlines today? Here's the latest news from NPR. Or if you prefer, say, hey, Siri, switch to Apple News, switch to Fox News, or switch to The Daily Show instead. Switch to The Daily Show. I'm Corva Coleman. Hey, Siri, switch to The Daily News. Here's the latest news from The Daily Show. So, look, this was not a shining moment in the American history books. Hey, Siri, stop. Uh, thank you, Doug. <laughs> We're doing that creative editing. <laughs> there was, uh, let's put it this way, that I, when I chose The Daily Show, um, we all laughed last night. I wasn't expecting a profanity expletive uh, when he started talking, so Doug uh, very uh, graciously uh, cut that out for us. Otherwise, we had been quite an entertaining evening already uh, on that. Uh, you'll notice, though, that with the, um, the a- Amazon device, the response is really very quick. With Google, um, he actually has to go on, on the net. So there's a bit of a pause in that. Uh, so if indeed you're patient, um, Google is probably known as you know the most expansive browser out there. So that does have a lot more options. It just happened to choose to go with that one first. Um, and Siri gave me three different options where I could get news sources from. Whereas uh, the Amazon product only gave uh, gave us NPR first, but it also could go for the Flash uh, news briefing too. So there's a, it's a great way to get um, quick updates. Um, I think of it as looking at the headlines. If you just go online, or if you uh, just uh, when you listen to the news on TV or radio anymore, you always hear the I call them the news teasers which makes you have to wait until you get to hear the story that you like. It's like they start telling the story. and So that's, in some ways, that's what this is a lot of, is it gives those little news briefings or clips. Uh, and sometimes that's just enough that you need to know to get you started on the day. The last demonstration that we have um, was placing a phone call. As I mentioned in the, the survey, that um, there were more people than I expected that were actually placing a phone call using these devices. So, Doug, if you would be so kind to play that one for us. Hello. Call Bobby Simmons. I heard you asked for Bobby Simmons, but I can't find that name in your contacts. Do you have their phone number? Yes. What's the phone number? 717. 717- Hello. Hi, is this Bobby? Yes, it is. Hi, Bobby. I'm calling you from our dear friend, Uskala. Are you hearing me okay? Very well. Okay. Well, I'm very excited that we can do this. 
for some reason, she did not like having uh, you in my contact list. But, oh, really? Yes, but I did manage to call you just asking her to dial that phone number. So that'll be up on the recording. So oh, okay. stay tuned for the next uh, call. I'm going to hang up now and pause right. the recording, and then we'll start again. I did try uh, the two other assistants I have here to place a call, and you'll see what happens when I try with a couple of the devices. Okay? Okay. Talk yep, to you I'll soon. Right <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Bobby. Okay. Bye. Hey, Siri. Call Bobby Simmons. Calling Bobby Simmons, mobile. When you're done, just say, hey, Siri, hang up. Bobby Simmons. Hello. Hey, Bobby. Guess what? This is Hi. on my this is on my iPod home. How does this one oh, sound? Okay. Sounds pretty good. It sounds huh? good. Yeah. yeah the yeah, speaker's good. really nice. So, mm -hmm. because we're boring <laughs> everyone to death on this uh, session here, tell me something interesting that's happened in York, Pennsylvania today. Oh, gee whiz! I don't know. There's not much going on. <laughs> <laughs> other, <laughs> other than a pandemic and a, an international election, you know, all that fun yeah. stuff going on. What's the weather like? Yeah. It's sunny here today. Okay. And it's, uh, it's about 68 degrees. Sounds pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hang up now. I'm going to try one more of the devices, okay? Okay. Sounds talk, good. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Hey, here is hang up. <laughs> okay, Google, call Bobby Simmons. Sure. To help you with that, I need your permission to allow assistant personal results on this device. You can turn on personal results in settings in the Google Home app. This means that I had to set up Google Duo and invite someone to participate and I could not get this accomplished in this demonstration so theoretically it is possible to place a call using the Google Home however it's more of a challenge to set up than it was with either the Alexa or the iPod Home device thanks for listening you've got the gist of how placing all these uh, phone calls and the ease of uh, opportunities were. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, the best thing I can tell you is that when you set up these apps for these different devices, you're going to be asked or prompted to allow them to have access to your contacts. So that's what it's going to go through first. It's going to look, you know, if you ask by name, it's going to look for the name, and then it's going to then place the call. As you heard with the Apple device, it went right through because – you know, Bobby's on my iPhone, so it, it, it read my contacts very quickly. Uh, with the Amazon product, uh, it, for some strange reason, it, even though she was using my contact list that I gave permission to, she wasn't able to accept, access it, but she also gave me the opportunity to dial it by uh, digits. 
So, uh, no, we didn't broadcast our entire phone number for you all. So, Bobby, you can sleep better tonight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I trust everyone there. (laughs) You trust everybody on the conference anyway. I agree. Um, But, again, just to give you an idea that there are some of the options that you can do with these uh, particular devices. Okay, we've got about 15, a little more than 15. 15 minutes um, that we can now open it up. Um, Donna, if you don't mind uh, for allowing people to ask questions that they have um, or also make a comment or tell us what you like to use your device for. Okay. Joseph Sakura, you should have a message to unmute. Okay. When you were doing if you were going to make the recipes that you you mentioned, uh, how far could could you have the devices away from, from you so they wouldn't be splattered by the food? <laughs> and I can't and I can't help asking the p- person that did the farmer game, did the farmer have a Dell? Oh, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> can always count on Joe for the puns. No, he had a MacBook Pro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dear um <laughs> doug's just as bad you know as far as i'm concerned as far as the spacing is concerned um i'm sitting in my living room right now and uh the apple device is probably about uh, we're at a nine by 12 room so it's probably at least uh seven feet actually probably a little closer to six feet away from me uh, at the moment, and so I'm not even facing it, and it's hearing my voice when I talk. So as far as how far away you can be from these devices, uh, it really can range, um, again, on your voice and your how you, of course, they can. I can stop a train with my voice, so I know that it can, can be heard. I mean, five to six kids comes in handy sometimes. But, you know, with that said, you know, I don't think as far as placement, now, <laughs> you're good away. It's kind of like with any tech, try to keep it away from being splashed. <laughs> okay. Tammy, any other comments? We, we have um, Laura Griffith. Hi, Laura. Uh, who's, ready, Hi. who's already unmuted and ready to go. Awesome. Great. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. And thank you. This is great. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Uh, I loved the demo on the um, doing recipes with Alexa. That's one thing I'd love to try. I'm just curious. Do you know if you can go back, if you need to, I know you you can repeat a step, but if you need to go back and say, Oh, what were those other ingredients? Do you know if there's a way to go back in the recipe without having to start it all over again? Hmm. I never tried it. So I don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, I, you know, I just did it the way it was presented. So I can't tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was exciting. Now I'm tempted to give it a try. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear. Everyone's going to make lasagna now, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, when I I made the lasagna, I had, um, I thought it was the same recipe until I started, you know, doing it. And it wasn't quite the same, but I did make the lasagna from, from Alexa, but it was a different one actually. And it was because when I, yes, I, yeah. And, um, the one I made didn't have cottage cheese in it, which is good because I don't like cottage cheese. Yeah. So it was really good. (laughs) Yeah, I would be but, substituting as I went, but yeah. it sounds yeah, like that would too. be possible. So that's yeah. great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anybody else? Do you have any more questions? There are no more at the moment. Okay. Well, this is Bobby. I just wanted to say there are lots of games on Alexa. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, I said her name. 
and she, she didn't talk though because she's in my kitchen and I'm in the living room. <laughs> but anyway, um, I wanted to tell you that when I play, I really like a lot. It's called the daily question and it's sort of a trivia kind of thing. And you earn money if you win, you know, not real, but you know, I said to my husband, I wish it was real because right now I have earned, I have an amount of um, 13,300, <laughs> I mean, $13,300,000 and some change. <laughs> um, well, more money, but, but anyway, um, if it was real, I'd be really happy. And so would my husband. <laughs> we had all so that money. PCB, I wouldn't know what to do with we it. Could do up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I play a lot of different games on it and I really like it. And, and Roger and I play games together on it sometimes. So there's all kinds of games on there though. Really? I mean, you could find, I don't know, there must be hundreds of games because we play a lot of them. <laughs> Will Will is unmuted and ready to either make a comment or ask a question. Go for it, Will. So I so I tend to follow the recipe step by step. <laughs> so I guess we're all different. But um, my question is this: actually, um, you know, a lot of times she, with the different apps, I'm not sure if they're free or whether you have to pay for them. How do you make that determination? Um, because I, I don't really want to be paying for something that maybe I'm not really sure I, I want. And I know a lot of times they use the word subscribe, but I'm not exactly sure what they mean. You know, subscribe sometimes is free, and then sometimes it means it's going to cost you money. That's a good question. All three of these apps, um, you know, I downloaded from either yeah. App Store um, or the Google Play, and none of them were, they were all free. So there was no subscription, and it really, they, they are designed for you to set it up uh, so that your smart device, uh, whether it be the, you know, again, a tablet or a phone, uh, can access the internet and that, then Bluetooth, essentially the Bluetoothing it to that, um, that device. So, it, you know, it's enabling it to communicate with the internet through the app. So it's really just like a pass-through. So there is no fees associated with them at all. Uh, so we can get a lot of free information out there yep. uh, from these devices. I hope that answered your question. Yeah, we have more hands raised. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> well, yes. Uh, my hand okay, I'm raised. sorry. He's, he's on the panel, and so I didn't see that. <laughs> sorry yeah. about that. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point out, with respect to the Amazon device, there is – a daily podcast called Dot to Dot. Yeah, oh, good. I'm glad you brought that up. And it's uh, a British fellow. I, I, his name just went out of my head. But it's a five-minute or less podcast uh, that is out every day with a different Amazon skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them tend to be games, um Information sources and so forth, but it's it's great, and I think he has produced something like twelve hundred podcasts yeah. to this point. But as I say, it's a, just a five minute broadcast, and you can receive it on, on any of your podcast catchers, including the Amazon, of course, itself. And uh, so, it's a great resource. His name's Robin Christofferson. There you go. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Tony and uh, Bobby. That's great. 
Yeah, I listen to that every day. That's where I learned about a lot of the games that we play. Exactly. And and again, I'm not a big gamer, so for me, that would be a great resource for you, us to go through. Um, do we have anybody else looking yes, for Yes, uh, Bob Shingleton is unmuted. Go ahead, Bob. Will had a question about um, uh, getting trapped into paying something. I don't I use the the uh, a girl I call her um, <laughs> mostly here at the house, and uh, there are some things where if you were to sign up for them, you would have to pay. But Price in my experience, she's always told me that to do this, you would have to pay, and how much it would be, and that sort of thing. I always decline it, but I do get that warning. But there are some things within that that you would have to pay for if you wanted to do those items. Yeah, there's some games you can you can buy extra uh, packs of of things to go with them, and I ne- we never do that. But you can still play the games. You just don't have to, um, you know, pay for the uh, extra things that they want you to do. Right. <clears throat> And I think, you know, again, for all the things that we listed, that the survey listed, all those things were free that people were doing with these devices. So um, with that said, there's still plenty of things to do. And if you do want to opt in for uh, subscriptions, um, then, yeah, that would be the way to go. You know, there's one other thing I forgot to mention. Um, when I was doing this at, at the technology conferences, one um, I asked for feedback from, you know, people that were in the audience. What were their people that they worked with? They were all, you know, either teachers of visually impaired or, you know, vision rehabilitation teachers. And I asked them what they were using uh, in any other edition. And a lot of them said, you know, you can use this as a Bluetooth speaker. So you can actually then uh, connect your smartphone up or your tablet and have your, uh, you know, bard books read to you over the speaker. Than using the speaker of your uh, smartphone. So, you know, again, we talked about the quality of the sound and these things are pretty good. So there are a lot of people that are using it for that. One morning, it was a rainy, grumpy day here. And so I had, um, I went to my, um, I used my iHome device to listen to my playlist on my iPhone. Because uh, a lot better than coming from the speaker of my iPhone. Not that that's bad. It's just nice to have a nice speaker. So you can use that, you know, through these apps, or Bluetooth, you know, as a Bluetooth speaker. So that's something to think about, too, as an extra thing, in addition to some of these tasks that we ask him to do. Anyway, uh, Will is back again with another question or comment. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. <laughs> well, actually, actually, I just wanted to mention, I also through the Hadley School for the Blind, they have their uh, Tech It Out mm-hmm. uh, podcast, I guess you'd call it. And they mentioned that there's a, a new river um, in Virginia does a program on the echo dot as well. Yes. And he, he also provides suggestions and tips about how to use it and how to use NFB Newsline and, and that kind of thing, um, which has been helpful to yeah. me. So it might be helpful to others as well. Again, thank you for sharing that. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Great information. Uh, remember, those who are on the panel, it, if you want to talk, you can unmute yourself because I think there might be a hand or two raised from the panelists, and I'm not in that right now. So if, if you are on the panel, 
um, you can unmute yourself and ask your question or make your comment. This is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Uh, hi. I just I just wanted to comment on cottage cheese. I hate cottage cheese. I hate <laughs> Me it. too. I hate it too. But but if you cook with it, it's totally different. I I we've made lasagna with cottage cheese lots of times, and it's pretty good. You can't taste. Yeah, it. I've eaten it too in cottage you, in uh, lasagna. It's you, not too you bad. Can't, yeah, you can't tell that it's cottage cheese. If you could, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> Okay, I think Jeanette is unmuted, and you may go, Jeanette, ask your question. Thank you. Um, you did mention that you can set a timer, and I think if I understood correctly, you talked about set, uh, setting a reminder for a single appointment. But what we do here um, is we set up reminders for every day uh, for taking our pills. And, you know, we might get up at different times during the day. So our uh, echo lady <laughs> might say at 7.30 in the morning, Jeanette, remember to take your pills. Dick, remember to take your pills. <laughs> and then repeat the same thing at 8.30 and 9.30. So that no matter what time we're up and in the kitchen, we get that reminder. So I just wanted to let you know that you could do them long term and you could hmm. even multiple times and that's that's awesome because i think of some of the people that are you know and are um, so isolated right now and um they're may you know they may take multiple medications throughout the day um that it is a, a terrific and i actually had in our workplace we did have an individual um set up the reminders for that uh you know for a customer so that he would get a reminder um you know, at that time, you know, every day. So even if um, he, the person is unable to set them themselves, another person can do the setup for them. And again, it is a daily, you know, by whatever time appointment, you can set a daily reminder. Can we take one more since they're unmuted? It, Fran, sign. Real quick. <laughs> yep, real quick. I, yeah, um, I also use mine in the morning to wake up. I use an alarm and... um. She, she'll do your news, your flash, your news flash. She'll give you weather, you know, whatever you program her to do every morning. And she'll do that automatically once she wakes you up and you tell her to stop. She, right. she will give you, you know, all your, your news and weather and all that stuff automatically. Yeah. We didn't get into the home, uh, uh, you know, things that you can do, too, um, as far as, you know, controlling different devices and home automation where you can set up timers to turn on lights on at a certain time as well. So there's a lot of things mm -hmm. we've only scratched the surface on tonight. Uh, so, again, uh, you know, don't hesitate to contact PCB Vision Loss team uh, if you have a particular topic or um, a suggestion you want us to explore. Um, or if you have more questions on this additional, you know, uh, topic, we're happy to, to, you know, investigate it and report either on the list or get it out up to the Fillmore line with our uh, tips for VIPs, as we like to call it. I apologize for my phone ringing. <laughs> there you go. Thanks very much for everyone for listening tonight. And thanks, Doug, for all your help. Thank you, Donna. Have a great night, everybody.